Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, the host of Loving That Sports Talk, and always got my co-host, T-Jack. T-Jack, you that? I'm here, love. How you doing? Well, I'm a little worried. You told me I ain't sound excited. I'm always excited. I'm always excited, right? Well, is, this the, is this the old James Lovin or the new James Lovin? I think old, I old, old. old. I, thought, I thought I talked I'm to the old right. James Lovin last night. I was a little yes, excited. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. You talked to me, and, and I realized, you know, and, you know, when you go through things, you realize, you know, you got to get yourself back up and get on your feet, you know? Absolutely, brother. So I'm back. Old James is back. I'm doing good, and. I know where I got to go ahead in life now, you know? That's it. That's it. Well, see, we got to talk, you know. Well, we're going to get out there. I'm going to start uh, advertising this week. But on the website, everything next week, we're going to have Emma Smith. So it'll be a good show next week, you know. Uh, we have a good 40 minutes of his time next week, so that's going to be good, you know. Is that all right, T? That'll be great. It'll be, a, it'll be a wonderful show. It'll be a treat for me. Um, and just to let you know, I appreciate that as a Cowboys fan, um, Putting my boys on, I like that. Oh, oh, that's what uh, Sean Wiggins, a good friend of mine, said. Uh, said, "What's up with all these cowboy guys you giving?" I'm trying to make Terry happy. <laughs> uh, you're doing a good job, though. <laughs> well, something to kind of hit home, you know. Terry, I kind of, you know, it's kind of, you know, I don't know how I mean you're gonna agree on this one, but it's gonna be like a real debate of. Uh, it could be a good show, or a bad show. I don't know, but you know, I sat back every all this week. And I watched first take. I watched ESPN, and you know these shows are opinion, and that's what we do. It's opinion, right there. Right, that's it. But when you see things that you trickle down, and like sometimes there might be something that you can relate to in life and all like that. But um, Chad Johnson, you know, the young man that um, you know, he's been in the league for a while. He never had no problems off the field, you know, being arrested and all like that. Always been a good guy uh, off the field. On the field, you know how he is. His antics always like to dance or do something spectacular when he do a touchdown. You know, something, yeah. you know. He he wasn't a T.O., I don't think. Maybe you think better. We, you know, you give me that. But I don't think he was a T.O. really on the field. You know, I think he was just a showboat. T.O. was a problem. But my thing is, you know, he's hey, um, hard knocks. You know, that's a, where they go into these football camps and they film him doing practice. And I guess he was swearing and all like that. And, Mm-hmm. Coach just told him, you know, you know, we don't have it on the team. But then the following, uh, what, the two or three days, he get arrested from Ed Putnam's wife. 
Uh, well, go ahead, Terry. What's your take on that? Then we'll, we'll discuss this. Well, love, I, you know, I, I just don't understand. I don't get why guys want to open the door when they get in front of the camera. Um, you know, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors until you open that door. Um, we're all people. We're all human. We all make mistakes. We all, you know, do stuff that we may regret. But when you publicize, you know, your life and your outlook and stuff, if, if, in my opinion, if I was a Chad Johnson type of person, I would not be doing that on camera. I mean, the hard knocks thing with all the swearing and cursing and stuff, I think they had a problem with uh, Rex Ryan and the coach uh, with the Jets doing that same thing in the, in the talk. We all know that that's, that's the way it is. That's real life. That's, that's just normal every day. But when you know that you're doing a feature film that's going to be shown on television and you've got other kids and, and, and youngsters looking at it that want to, you know, they have dreams of being in the NFL and, and, and stuff like that, you don't portray yourself like that. You don't portray your team that way. Um, Chad Johnson, you know, he opened the door and, you know, he just let people see a side of him that nobody needed to see. Nobody needed to see that. And for him to make the mistakes that he made as far as the confrontation with his new wife, <laughs> regardless of what anybody thinks about her, you just don't put yourself in those kinds of yeah. situations. But, but um, you make it like he's perfect. Nobody's perfect. Absolutely. You, know, people make mistakes. you get into arguments with your wife. You get into, my point is, you know, like I say, to relate to his home with me is, you know, uh, the wife supposed to stand behind you. She don't stand behind you. Then she divorce you because you get, you know what I'm saying? That's no way. You know what I'm saying, Terry? Yeah. There's but no the bottom line is, is that you don't touch it. And I've seen it. I've seen it in the same room, but they've been married 57 years. That's no wife, Terry. That's what I That's say. Me. Well, you know, it, it don't matter, obviously. Uh, you know, it, it don't matter, love. You cannot put yourself in that situation. We are human. He he obviously had control over it. That's that's the thing. If if you have control over a situation, you choose on how that situation is going to turn out. Yeah. And that's what Chad Johnson did. He ended up choosing on how that situation was going to turn out. And I think it was a bad choice. Regardless, of how it wasn't accidental. Apparently, well, you don't I'm get arrested. Hold on, let's let's clear this up. I'm not saying it was right for him to hit her or hit, but I, I, I agree with you on that. What I'm saying is, everybody go through something in their in their relationship or wife or something. You know what I'm saying? There's yep. no way that uh, two days later she's found for the war. She was never in it to win it. You know what I'm saying? She was in there for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's well, all look, I'm saying. I, I believe in your wife. Anytime you, you want to put your life. time and you try and make it work, you know? Yeah, but anytime you feel like your life in front of the camera. Me, hell, let me move on. I can find me somebody else. Yeah, but anytime you put your life in front of the camera, love, you're not in it for that. That's You don't need, nobody wants their personal life publicized and, and they're in it for the real thing. I don't believe that. Look at the look at the Kardashian thing. Look at Look at all this. Look at all that that's going on. It's just silliness. And it's all about money. You know, I, I wouldn't want my wife and myself and my relationship put on tap, national TV to make you money. That spotlight, yeah, that's though. just silly. So you're in that spotlight. It's going to be put on there. And that's where, look, look at Kobe, him and his wife, what he did. Yeah, but love, nobody him. knows the real deal. She I mean, you're not, you're not doing a reality show. That's different. Terry. She could have got 
she could have got millions if she went for the war and won millions if she wanted to, but she stuck behind him, did she not? Yep, she did. That's a wife there. You know, you don't sit there and try to rape because you fucking police and think you better. Yep. But she made a choice to do that, love. Everybody has their own weight. You know, they, they make their own choice. She made a choice to do that. Uh, why? I don't know. Maybe they have a better relationship than that. I don't know. Maybe she figured they could work through that. But, you know, you can't, you can't. I'm sorry. Go ahead. She was a rat when she was on the, uh, the half-white, basketball half-white. Well, she's not a rat on there. They petitioned to get her off because she was always fighting and into it. Am I wrong or right? Uh, you might be right. I don't know for sure because I don't watch it that much. I don't watch the reality stuff. I didn't watch it, but I was old, I didn't watch it. I don't watch Lamar Odoms. I didn't watch them. I don't, I don't like them. I think they're silly. Well, she, she, you know. she wasn't in the Basketball Wives of Atlanta, right? That's not one of them, is it? Yeah, that's her. Yeah, well, I've probably seen it a couple of times, but uh, I didn't see it, but I just heard Stephen A. Smith talking about it, and I just heard him say, you know, she was a rat on there, they petition. But my thing is, the whole thing is, is one woman could mess up a young man's whole career because, you know, what they out for. Well, yeah, but love, you got to understand, too, that you are controlling your own career, and you let stuff happen. You can't just let stuff happen. You, you know, uh we're agreeing, but we're we're also different. There's always another side to it, too. And maybe I'm yeah. the type of person that wants to always take responsibility and say, okay, I can do this, or, or I have control over this. Chad Johnson made a decision, man, and Chad Johnson has to live with that decision. You can't put the blame solely on her because you're always going to have gold diggers. You're always going to have those kind of people out there, whether they're a wife, whether it's a family member, a brother or sister, or a long-lost cousin or uncle. But the decision is ultimately yours to make, man. Yeah, that's, that's just like, you know, Terry, you put your trust in somebody and you love them, and then you don't think that they're going to do that, right? Right. So you made a decision that, I'm, hey, I love the first time, you know, but you don't know they're going to mess you over, right? Right. And, and and we don't know if it was one of those deals, okay, go ahead, hit me, hit me, hit me. I'm going to go tell, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I mean, we don't know that. But I, I understand what you're saying. But that's just the choice that you make. I mean, you made that choice and that decision in that person, and maybe, you know, maybe you should not have trusted them the way you did. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, the pendulum swing both ways, man. I mean, everybody has a responsibility in that situation when you're in a relationship with somebody. And, I hope you know, you you hope not to see those kinds of things. I mean, a little misdemeanor, FVP assault to a person that's been married for quite some time, you know, is it's silly. But... They were married a month. I mean, yeah. it was a money thing. That's, it was it's publicity. That's what I'm saying. You know, it had to be that because there ain't no way, right, you found the world right away and y'all just got, you know, hey, this yeah. happens. We knew this marriage. Let's try and work it out later. We keep having more and more than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that only was thing right there. They have to keep their hands to themselves, love. They have to keep their hands to themselves. You cannot be putting your hands on nobody. You can't do that. Mama, I agree with you on that. Ex-wives, you know, Ocho Cinco, you can't do that. You just can't. You keep your hands to yourself. We've been taught that since we was two. Keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) I'm agreeing with you on that. What I'm saying is, it's just strange. You just got married. You know, he ain't had no outbursts like this before or nothing like that, which we don't know. Right. You're going to war with him right away, you know? That's publicity, am I right? Well, you wanted something, I don't. It, it looks that way. I mean, it looks that way, you know. 
they look that way is, is drama. You know? Some people like drama. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you learn about, you know, drama. Drama, you let it go. Yeah. Move on. You know, but, all right, then, will another team pick them up, Terry? Do you think they will? You know, I don't know. I was hoping Cowboys look at it. <laughs> That's whatever I keep saying, the Cowboys. Y'all want them? I don't know. I don't know. And they were trying you to know, get flex. You know, as a third receiver, they're looking for a third receiver. And then Witten's got a spleen problem, so he might he might be out the rest of the preseason. We don't know how, how he's going to be looking. He, he injured his spleen, had some internal bleeding. So, they kind of got their antennas up. They're shuffling people around. Um, but somebody will pick him up, I think. I, you know, he's not a troublemaker type of person. I know that Chad was really, uh, really verbal. Uh, there for uh, quite a while when he was with the Bengals. Um, and I don't know what that was all about. But I think, you know, just like T.O., these guys that have been in the league, you, you got to let some of that stuff go. And, and, and when you start getting up there in age, you know, you got to work a little bit harder to be able to prove yourself and, and, and stop running off at the mouth so much. I mean, especially when you're looking for a job, don't be running off at the mouth, you know. And uh, I think somebody might pick him up. I just don't know how much of trouble he is. Love, I, well, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, let's look at that. The Bengals. How many of those players, Terry, um, I don't know if we could count. I should have did the thing on it. Was getting arrested off the field every time, every week. As a Bengals player. It was almost every player, wasn't it? But they still <laughs> kept him. They did not cut him. Am I right, Terry? Yeah. I mean, they they a lot of these guys. And a lot of them are silly stuff that they have control over. And that's the thing that, that, that just, it just gets me uh, frustrated and crazy because it's like they're making mistakes that, they don't have to make. Yeah, but you, you still you still ain't answering my question. There's a lot of them getting arrested for everything, domestic violence or the yeah. girlfriend just stabbing them. They stab you know what I'm saying? There was yeah. always some with a Bengals player. They still maintain that job on the NFL. Why Chad? Well, because we don't know. I mean, Miami said it just wasn't a good fit. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe they're telling the truth. I don't know. Um, I mean, we don't know. Love it. That's something that, uh, you know, they they do from the inside. It, and we can't sit there and say, well, everybody does it. Why not Chad? Everybody's gotten away with it. Why not Chad? I know Dez got in trouble. Dez is under contract. They got, you know, they don't pay Dez. Dez is a younger guy. You don't expect those things from a guy like Ocho Cinco. You don't expect those kind of issues from a veteran like Ocho Cinco. They're not giving well, this not, an excuse. I'm not giving him an excuse or nothing, but and I'm saying, saying these younger guys, you people can, have you problems. Know, you can say, okay, oh, hey, well, you know what, you're Clinton, learning. President Clinton was around all his life. We don't expect that, right? But it happened, right? Say, say that again. I didn't people. President Clinton must around on Hillary, you know, but everybody like, you don't expect that from the president, but everybody has problems in relationship. Nobody's perfect. You keep saying, like, you don't expect that from Chad to get into it with his wife or, you know what I'm saying? We don't know how many people, like, the president probably grabbed his wife and pushed her, but we don't know, probably, you know what I'm saying? You're right. You, like, you, you, don't you know, if that was the case, they are. You do. That's on them. What I'm saying is, Ocho Cinco should be more mature than that. Okay, they, I, I don't expect my veterans to make rookie mistakes. Whether it's on a football field or whether it's in life, things happen, of course. But I don't. I expect more out of my veterans. 
than that, okay? Especially a veteran who don't have a team. Especially, especially a veteran who's trying to make a team, okay? Especially a veteran who's on the downhill slide who's, who's trying to maintain some employment. I expect him to be, be smarter than that, be better than that. That's what you keep saying, you know. You expect, what do you expect out of a president? Do you expect him to be smarter than that and better than no, that? That's apples and oranges. We can't talk about what we expect. What are you talking about? You talk, we talk about a person <laughs> that you say what you expect. And what well, we expect we can't out of go a president. To Seco to Bill Clinton. We can't do that. Come on now. Why not? You expect, <laughs> you, it's an expectation out of people in that high, uh, where they, 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 they've been notarized or something like that. Okay, well, it's just a difference in a difference in personalities, difference in women. Okay, it could be what you don't expect. I mean, maybe I don't don't expect you to go out and you a policeman and go do a crime, right? Huh? I don't expect you go out and you a policeman to go do a crime, right? I'm sorry, love. I didn't hear you. I said I don't expect you by you being a policeman to go out and do a crime, right? Right. So that's what you said. Just because he's a football player, you don't expect him to get into it with his, his wife and have these problems. I didn't say I didn't expect I, I, He can argue and, and, and fight to, you know, however long he wants to. But you don't put your hands on her. You don't that, that's not what you said. No, you, you don't put you. yourself in a position to be arrested. You don't put well, yourself in a position to be pushed out into the public spotlight where all the news cameras and everything are going to get your photos and... You just don't put yourself in that position. Well, let's That's do this. We're going to move you on that position, Terry. We're going to take a break. I mean, you'll come back. We're going to argue this. Okay. We're like, get Bezos and Stevie A. We'll be right back. This is James Lovey. Over on my sports talking co host, Terry Jackson. It's unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Football and so much more is the focus of Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson. Join the former Arizona Cardinals running back for a show that mixes, well, a little bit of everything. Damian brings to the program life experiences playing football and will talk about his variety of successes both on and off the field. The goal is to provide you with a fun perspective on life, family, success, and of course, football. Tune in to Planet Gridiron with Damian Anderson, Fridays at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel do you feel the need for speed whatever your addiction nascar indycar nhra formula one or even lawnmower racing pit pass usa has got you covered larry henry here host of pit pass usa i put my 30 plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work 
to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Fit Pass USA with Larry Hedrick. Your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and i got my co-host, T. Jackson. Tell you that. Got here, love. You know, uh, I know we got uh, Eric Glover on line seven here before Eric come in. Uh, Eric, uh, we was talking about you know T.O. and expect expectations. Terry said he expects him to do that, and I was talking about women. You know, if that's his wife. She should stand by him. But you know, uh, yeah, you there, Eric? Yeah, yeah, James, I'm here. You mean uh, Chad Johnson, not T.O. Oh, yeah, Chad Johnson. I'm so fired up right now. Yeah. Let me calm down. Let me woo-side myself, you know. <laughs> but this is what we talk about, Eric. And Terry, tell me I'm wrong. I feel that, you know, if that's his wife, okay, everybody, Terry's saying you don't expect that promo, but as a husband and wife, you go through things. We don't know. And I, don't get me wrong. I, I don't agree him putting his hands on her, Eric and Terry. That's I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is how you file for divorce, too. You know, is it when you say the divorce, I mean, marriage is to, for better or worse, you stick there with your husband, I'm saying, it happens. Am I right? Well, I mean, you have to you have to look at it from this standpoint. You're, you're right to a certain degree. But let's look at it like this. When, when, when they got together, Chad and Evelyn, it was a joke. Right. When they got engaged, we thought it was a bigger joke. Then once they got married, that we heard when they got married, we thought it was done for the sake of getting one of them little reality TV shows. So now we hear the show's canceled. We hear Chad supposedly headbutter. We don't know. But let's think about Evelyn. You know, and I'm not saying, like you said, no man should ever put their hands on a woman hands down. But when we see Evelyn on these reality shows, exactly, she's getting paid for being obnoxious. You know, she's on the show throwing plates throwing bottles, throwing things, fighting other women, you know, just being pretty much a B.I.T. You know what I'm exactly. saying? I'm so you, so now we mix Evelyn and we mix Mr. Media Whore himself, Chad Johnson, and it's just it's just a bad mix. I totally agree. I, I, I think it was a joke. I mean, I, and I think that's what she does. I mean... But that's that's her deal. She has it right. You know what I mean? I'm not saying anything bad about it. But where Chad made his mistake was getting caught up in it, as far as I'm concerned, because obviously he had a hand in it as well. Um, he was getting paid um, to do it as well. And you cannot sit there and tell me that you're going to get in a relationship and have it publicized on TV and it be real. I'm sorry, I just don't believe that because relationships are private. They're not public. 
you, I don't you know, know, Terry. I, I disagree with you on that. I think, you know, you know, a person who publicize you, but you had that love for that person. You know she had baggage. We already know she had baggage. She a rat. But you know what I'm saying? You, maybe you think, okay, maybe we should change. Because he'd probably say, hey, I got baggage, too. But when you with somebody, you try to work that out, you just don't just go and just, I don't know. I mean, it's just you like, you know. You in the United States of America, Law? Really? With man, man look. in your house every day, day in, day out? No privacy? Come on, that man. Relationship, that relationship was built on quicksand. And guess what? <laughs> it, it, it it ended real quick. And and the sad part about it is, is there's people out there that was tuned in and locked in watching I mean, yeah, we would hope we would hope it wasn't built on all the false and negative images we've seen from the two of them. We would hope that it was a true union. We would hope that there was love. We would hope that they were trying to go forward. But but let's think about everything we've heard from his camp and everything we've seen coming out of her camp, and then the two camps come together, and then together, let's think about all the issues they've had on, on the reality show that she was on, where they're sitting at lunch, and she's chastising him because he has all these girlfriends and homegirls. You know, all these tweets and all these things that he's getting from other women. So there was already infidelity. Then there was one part in one of the shows where he talked about if we get married and I want to go out and bring somebody home, I should be able to do it. And she comes back and comments by saying, well, as long as I get to pick the girl and I'm attracted to the girl. So what does that tell you about their union as a marriage? Yeah. Not only that, it's sitting on national TV for everybody to see. You can't convince me that that's real. Look, Chad Chad got caught up in the hype. The sad part about it, everybody keeps saying, well, he's been in the league 10 years. He never had an incident. You know, so why would the coach be so, you know, extremist in cutting him? Well, let's think about it. If you watch Hard Knocks, the coach sat him down the first time and told him, what, you're on a short leash. I'm not going to stand for this. So what does Chad do after every scene, after that initial meeting with the coach, every other word out of his mouth is the F-bomb. Everything is it's all the attention, not on the Miami Dolphins, not on him getting his career resurrected. The attention's all on him, which he's always liked the attention on him. Now, if it was about the Dolphins and about the team, all his conversations would have been like, hey, you know what? Thanks, Coach, for giving me this opportunity. I really appreciate it because guess what? The year in New England, we didn't hear nothing out of Chad Johnson. We heard, excuse me, out of Ocho Cinco because that's who he still was back then. He was still Ocho Cinco. So now we thought when he got his Chad Johnson name back, we thought he was going to be back to Chad, the player, and minimal voice. But that's not he came to Miami I mean, think about it. You get to go home. He lives in Miami. You get to sleep in your bed every every night. You get to be with your wife. You don't have to uproot anything to go play. And this is this is what you do when somebody gives you another chance. This is how well, it ends. Well, well, so let me ask you this: What you said is you agree with Terry Sam? Is Chad fault? Yes, it is. A hundred percent. And I say, and I agree because guess what? You're an older guy. You're a veteran. You know this is your last lick. That means nothing. Because guess what? Now there's things coming out. There's things coming out of New England saying he couldn't run routes. That's why Brady didn't want him in the offense. He couldn't pick up the offense. So the same thing they talked about in Cincinnati about Chad, 
they're coming to the service again. Here's one. Here's, here's a question I have for you guys. If he was Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, um, one of those type of receivers that's in the league right now, and he had this incident which he had, do you think Miami would have let him go? That's what I told Terry about Dez and all the people that, you know, why, why they wouldn't let go. Dez no, no, his mama. No, wouldn't. And I'll tell you why. Because they got mama. Come on. They got teams, man. These guys got teams, and they're not on the downhill fly. Okay? They're still producing. They're still doing stuff. They don't have the reputation that Chad Johnson has. No, they probably would run the reputation, Terry. He got no problems off the field being arrested. No, but he has a problem wanting the spotlight. Okay, you don't hear nothing from 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 these guys from Fitzgerald or, or any of those guys. You don't hear nothing like that. I mean, he, he, they're not on TV. They ain't got no reality show. Okay, they're not all big mouth and, and big names. You don't you don't see them uh, uh, flashing themselves out there like a Chad Johnson or a T.O. You don't see that from those guys. Okay, and the team is going to say, okay, well, who's who are you putting first? Are you putting yourself first, or are you putting this team first? And if you don't hear anything from those guys, that means they're putting the team first. They're not putting themselves out in front, like in Chad Johnson or a T.O. Let me ask you this, Terry and Glove. I have a question for you, too. The other day I watched Dr. Phil, and T.O. was on there with his four baby mamas. And he sat there and said, this is what these women expect when they should know who I am and who these people are with these players. You know what I'm saying? They should expect this. you you got to know that, Glove and Terry. These guys are playing it. They're going to have women hitting on them. But my question to you guys is, why is it when the women come on these guys and they get they get pregnant and trick these guys and they get pregnant, have these babies, when they when the guys react, now the guys are wrong because they knew they you know they knew what to expect on this. Why is that wrong for the guys? Because answer that for me. Well, I'm gonna give you my opinion. The bottom line is that these guys are in control of what they do. They know that them groupies are out there. They know that there are women out there who make a living off of getting pregnant by people with money, big names, football, basketball, baseball. It makes no difference. If you got some money, I'm going to be your baby's mama. Okay? They make their living doing that. These guys as professional athletes go in knowing this, love. They are the ones that are in control. So I, I, I don't agree with you saying, well, it's their fault. They tricked them into doing that because you have total control over it, man. That's that's what I believe. That's my opinion. So you can't sit here and blame somebody. Now, granted, do they have some kind of, of responsibility as well? And absolutely. But you have total control over whether you do that or not. Well, hey, Terry, I, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one on here with with some common sense, Terry. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, TJ. Here, here, here's the add to what, what Mr. TJ is saying over there. It's like this. There's a bottle of poison sitting in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it says poison, if you swallow, you'll die. Would you swallow that poison, love? Mm-hmm. Before, you, before you answer it, you're saying, you're saying that it's not, it's not the guy's fault, it's the girl's fault. Here it is. You just signed a million-dollar contract. You know you you know you got fame which is on the horizon. You know you got fortune. Now you go out to the club and you tell this girl who you are, what you do, whatever, whatever, whatever. You know she's trying to get pregnant 
in order to secure some of her future by having a child by you to get some of that money. Why do you have sex without a condom? Why do you why do you ejaculate in that woman knowing that yeah. there's a possibility that she can get pregnant? Now T.O. is a country boy, and, and as we know today, he's not the smartest because he done lost all his money. So so guess what? T.O. got what he wanted. He wanted those four baby mamas. He wanted those kids. His butt is broke now. That's on him. You have to make the decision or the right choice. You know those women are out there trying to get pregnant. Why, why are you having sex without condoms? And you're a young athlete trying to make a name for yourself. So, no, the woman's not at fault. I, I applaud the woman. If you can catch one of them guys and get pregnant and get a check from them, guess what? You win. If you're a guy trying to play the game, trying to get fame and fortune, and you get one of them pregnant and you're not trying to be with her and, and not trying to make that your wife or a significant other, then you lose and you got what you had coming to you. Sir, hey, I, I agree. I, I I don't think that you can just hold one party so responsible for that, especially when you have the control. Well, because you never heard of no woman raping no man and getting pregnant. <laughs> you just you just don't oh, because have, okay because they so, won't say rape with the woman's daughter. I, I'm, I'm sorry. They will never say it right when a woman takes it from the guy. You know what I'm saying? That's my point, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you 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 never hear that. So my my point I'm trying to make is that the guy is in total control of. It. She ain't drugging him to to get him to do it. She can't take it from him. You know. So that's my point. I mean, you can't sit there and say, "Well, it's her fault. She's responsible because she's a gold digger." Well, there's a lot of gold diggers out there, but be in control of yourself. Um, hey, you know that you, you're going to be famous or, and, and you're going to have some fortune. And you look at a woman in the club with a drink in her hand and she blinks her eyes with, with dollar signs in it and you're just going to fall head over heels with it and do it anyway? I don't get you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, love, I got a question to ask. Did Big Red rape you? What was that? I said, did Big Red rape you? Hell no. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm being, I'm being funny. I'm, I'm just messing with you. Hey, you know what? Let's let's start making these guys accountable. Let's stop making excuses. Let's stop pointing the finger at everybody else. These are grown men making grown men decisions. And at the end of the day, they don't want to stand up to their grown man choices. They have to start being accountable. Chad Johnson knew the situation he was putting himself in was negative from the beginning. He went into it with all the wrong reasons, thinking he was going to get more fortune, which at the end of the day, he probably lost some of his fortune, and he'll lose more by the decision he made. But guess what? These guys have to start being accountable. Stop acting like little kids. Start acting like men. Be responsible. Yeah. Yeah. And you say stop acting like, you know, he's on the downfall, but why is it fair for a younger player like uh, like you say Fitzgerald, uh, if they have to have a Fitzgerald hit his wife and beat him, they wouldn't cut him or let him go. He wouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? But love, you gotta understand it's unfair to say that. That's unfair to say what if and, and and put that out there because we don't know. All we know is what 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 has happened. Now, you know, let's speak on the Des Bryant thing. Okay, uh, was there any excuse for that? No. Did I think Dallas was going to get rid of Des right now? Absolutely not. They got too much invested in it. 
Not only that, that guy is, he don't know nothing. <laughs> he, he, he still has a word about life. He's new to the game. Um, are they giving him a chance? Yeah, they probably are. And hopefully he will learn from you that. You make excuses for him. Come on, but he's still new to the game. He, he knew not to choke his mama. Come on, Terry. Oh, absolutely he knew that. that. He, but he's he a I mean, and, and I think what I think they're doing is they're giving him a shot. They're saying, look, kid, I'm smacking you on the hand. And, and he, you don't do that again. He still has to be taught, okay? He, he don't know what to do with all that money. He doesn't come from nothing. And half of these guys never came from anything. So it's difficult for them to, to understand the, the the financial aspect of things. I mean, he's playing a game that, that he's always played in love. I mean, but the, you, it, it's just a different situation with Ocho Cinco. It's not the same thing. You know, to, to compare those two players and those two incidents that we know of, it's just not the same, I don't think. I don't think you can, can uh, make one better than the other or one not as, as as good as the other one and say, well, this should have happened to Dez if this is what's going to happen to Ocho Cinco. I mean, it's two different things, guys. Look, I think Dez Bryant, with everything what Terry just said, I think Dez Bryant has a chance as long as Michael Irvin's not his mentor. If he can get a good mentor in Dallas, I think he has a chance. Just just keep Michael Irvin away from him. Keep all those guys away and get some good, strong, positive role models. Now, see, everybody keeps saying he choked his mother. Has it has it been documented that she really got choked? Because Absolutely think about it, not. You know, From my understanding, Glove, she hit, he hit her with the bill of his hat. Right. And grabbed her arm or something like that. This choking thing, I don't know where that thing comes from. Right. There, there's always been negative. Remember, this is the same guy... The day before the draft or the week before the draft, this is the same guy where the scout went in the house and when was asking his mother about being a prostitute and on crack cocaine. But we don't, we don't, we don't ever mention that aspect of his home life and of his, of his, his, him growing up. We just talk about the incident, you know, and you got to look at, we're talking about a 20, 21 year old or however old he is. We're talking about Chad Johnson who's in his 30s. We're talking about two different ends of the spectrum. We're talking about a young kid. We're talking about a grown man has been in, he's never been arrested, but he's been in situations which have always been himself in the media trying to draw attention to himself. So, yeah, what Dez, if it is true, is negative. But, but think about it. Chad should know. And like I said, my problem is this. He was in New England for a whole year. We didn't hear a, a peep from him. We didn't hear a word from him. He stood on the sideline with his mouth closed. Now he comes to Miami, and he starts back the old Chad Johnson of old, running his mouth, got to be in every clip, every scene, got to have all the attention on me, not on the team. And then you're in the game, and you drop an easy slant across the middle, but you wasn't even running the right route, but you drop an easy slant. So guess what? I don't have a problem with him cutting Chad. I think this incident gave them – the right, or gave them what they wanted to let him go. Because guess what? I guarantee you they're not saying, oh, my God, now we're not going to make the playoffs, or now we're going to lose games because Chad's not on the team. I guarantee you I think they're a better team right now. Yeah. Chad Dawson hasn't made a play in how many years? I mean, let's look at it realistically. We got to take a break. When we come back, we'll finish a conversation about Chad and if they make the right decision, the Miami Dolphins release to him. We'll be right back. 
internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond. Listen for The Comeback Radio Show with Tony Farmer. A lot of people believe what they read on the Internet, hear and see in the media, and on the news. We're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype. It's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Are you looking for the ultimate trail to hike? Maybe you're looking to do the ultimate backpacking adventure. Whether you're a day hiker or an all-out backpacker, be sure to tune in to Backpacking America's Trails with host Rob Maureen. We'll explore some of the most fascinating places on Earth. In addition, we'll talk about backpacking gear, including reviews, safety tips, and more. Our experts will share recipes, destinations, and skills to make backpacking the most enjoyable experience for you. Listen every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. When it comes to youth and high school football, listen each week to Coach Al Gross at First and Ten Football. Coach covers vital topics relating to the latest trend on a national level. Join Coach as he interviews personalities from the NFL, NCAA, and the top high school coaches from around the country. Catch all the interviews and get in-depth information online at www.firstand10football.com. Your national resource for youth and high school football. First and Ten Football is Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, co-host Terry Jackson, Got my main man, Eric Love from San Diego, California. You there? I'm here, Love. Yeah. But, you know, I'm here. What, what you were saying, Glover and Eric, you know? Glover. I mean, Glover and Terry. <laughs> <laughs> this shit crazy. What, what you were saying, Love? You know, uh, I'm not giving T.O. no escape what he did, guys. Let's get that right. But um, I'm just saying, if it's a younger player, they have more money invested. I mean, okay, you can do what they want to do. You know, they can keep getting arrested over and over, but y'all keep saying the money they invested in him, I mean, not invested into um, these younger players, you know, but I do agree. I think, love you said, or Terry said, you know, they don't have nothing invested in, in um, Chad, you know. They were looking for a reason to get rid of him. Then why bring him in, guys? Well, you you bring a player. You, it's the same reason you bring bring any other player in. It's because you hope that they're going to help your team. I mean, Chad Johnson does all, obviously has a name for himself. At one point in time, he was he, he was a pretty good player. Um, you don't lose all of that. And like I said, he might be on the downhill 
uh, of his career, but he probably still has something to offer, and, and maybe that's what they were looking to see, is if Chad Johnson had something to offer. Um, the same reason you bring back quarterbacks, uh, just anything. I mean, that's why you bring them back, but obviously the fit didn't work, and, and then the coach said that himself. Um, I, I don't think he's... Uh, I mean, they had a press conference. I don't think he's blowing smoke. I think He's speaking from from the heart. I, I think he's speaking the truth. But we don't know because we're not there. We don't know every incident Chad's been in. We don't we don't know what these coaches are thinking or what they're looking at. Well, well, you know what? Exactly, exactly, TJ. I mean, you got you're talking about investment, say. You know, Des Bryant and his young guy. They they kind of knew his background when they drafted him. They knew what they were getting their hands. They knew what they were getting their hands on. They knew what they were getting into. So you would think with the right guidance. And the right mentoring, you know what I'm saying, and him bettering himself from a financial and social standpoint, you would think that with the right people in his corner that he would go positive. Now, uh, I mean, become a better a better person as well as a better football player. But then, you know, with his mom still being in the mix, and I'm sure he's trying to deal with that and get her help because I'm sure she has some issues that he's trying to deal with. You just can't you just can't kick your mom to the curb. And throw her to the side. You want to now that you're in a situation where you can help her. You want to try to get her help. And from my standpoint, and from what I'm thinking, that's what he's trying to do with his mom. Because you think family's most important, and family should always be important. So I'm thinking that's what he's trying to do with his mother. Now let's talk about Chad. He's a veteran, and and I keep going back to the point of this right here. In New England for the last year, we heard nothing from him. You know what I'm saying? TJ made a point earlier about what has Chad done in three years. He hasn't done anything in three years, but still, he's a veteran. When you look at the Dolphins, they invest a million dollars in him, or they give him a million-dollar contract, which to a lot of people is, is, is really good money. But in, in, sports, in sports terms, after you've been playing in the league 10 years plus, it's okay money because you're a veteran. And, and with a name like Chad Johnson, you would think he would have got more, but because his skills have diminished, you know, from early to point now, that's why he only got a million dollars. So that minimal investment they made really doesn't hurt him. But then you look on the roster and you look at the receivers they had, he was supposed to be their guy if it panned out. And maybe not his skills bluff. Let's get it. Let's get it straight. But his production, like we like we hit on before, his production has diminished. He hasn't produced anything. That's, that's where you're going to get your money. Look, in one game last year, Wes Welker caught 16 balls. Do you know how many balls Chad Johnson caught the whole year yeah, in 16 games? If you, throw, if you throw 16 balls to me, come on. Tom Brady threw 16 balls to him. Throw 16 balls to Chad. How many think he got to catch? Come on. Everybody keeps saying Wes Welker caught that many. This, 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 um, Tom Brady, throw that many to the civil team? I mean, too many? Yeah, no. How many are you going to catch if you don't know the offense, well? There you How go. How many are you going to catch? And, and, and from my understanding, that was the issue. He couldn't grasp the offense. So how are you going to get balls thrown to you if you don't put forth that effort to get that squared away first? How many How many times did Randy Moss do the offense? What they tell him, just run down the field, right? And that's that, and he produced though. That's what the difference is. Is but he Randy know the Moss has a skill, and he can just say, "Look, you know what? I don't care if you know how to run a square in or an out or whatever. Folks, you just run down the field, and we'll get you the ball." If he produces, that's 
all great. You never hear a word about it. But if Randy Moss, every time he got down the field and Tom Brady threw him the ball and he dropped it, well, you better learn the offense. That's what's going to happen. Hey, quick question, love. Quick question. Yeah. I'm not trying to jump on you or none of that stuff. But here's a quick question. It's, you, you're talking Randy Moss and Chad Johnson. Those are the two, you know, you, you compared those two. Ten years yeah. in the league, who would you take, Randy Moss or Chad Johnson on your team? I'll take Chad Johnson. You know why? Because <laughs> Chad never quit on you in any game. Have he not? Never quit. Randy quits on you. Am I on the right for saying that? I agree with you. I agree with that. I agree with that. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. But who has the better number? Hold on, Glenn. Hold on, Glenn. Let me, let me get in here. I will still say Randy Moss, Terry. I will still take Randy Moss because of his production. <laughs> if I'm all about winning, I'm take Randy Moss. one play out of ten, that don't work. Because you still need that guy to run off so the running back can get those extra yards. If you just stand there and go, go deep from the back set of tackle, it don't work. Am I right, Glove? If that one play is going to result in a touchdown and I need a touchdown to win the game, you have to receive a runoff like he's supposed to to get that defense back out of to get that running back around the corner. Come on, guys. Y'all know better than that. Okay. Hey, Love, so let's let's do this comparison because yeah. everybody keeps saying how he quit. So what, he quit on the Raiders? Who don't quit on the Raiders? So he quit on he the Raiders. Quit on everybody, everybody so, I mean, um, Glove, um, listen, you know he did. That's his role. He didn't run every route, every route when it was coming to him. Come on, Glove. Y'all know that. Okay, Terry, am I right? my point. So he quit on the Raiders, then he comes back the next year to New no, England, quote-unquote, no, no. he don't know how to run routes, but he comes back and had one of his more productive seasons as a veteran. He would have led the league what, in touchdowns and yards. Listen listen real quick, love. So okay. he led the league in touchdowns and yards and that after quitting in Oakland and in in Minnesota. So he leads the league, right? Chad Johnson didn't lead the league his last year in Cincinnati, He's supposed to go to New England and stretch the field because they cut Randy Moss to pick up Chad Johnson. Remember that. So Chad goes to New England. He cuts his 15 balls. Now, if you call that production or you call it whatever, you can call it what you want to call it. Then after coming from New England, he gets in the camp with Minnesota and they release, I mean, excuse me, with Miami and they release him. And you're still going to say you take Chad Johnson over Randy Moss? Hey, Glove, can I talk to Terry for one second? Can I talk to Terry Glove for one second? <laughs> Terry, I ain't talking to Glove right now. I ain't talking to Glove right now. Terry, okay. he goes to Minnesota after a trade, and they release his butt. What's that tell you? After Minnesota, like, oh, we want him back where he was, and they release him. Why do you release you? Because you keep quitting on the team. Your production is, Terry, let me tell you something, Terry. Give me that guy that's going to go 100% every play instead of 100% only two. You know what I'm saying? Which guy you want, Terry? I'm talking to Terry. We ain't talking to Glove right now. You're right, Love. Let's let's get this squared away, though. But not Randy Moss did not want to Terry. be in I'm Minnesota. I'm not talking Glove right now. I'm mad at Glove. Okay. Hey, Randy Moss did not want to be in Minnesota when he left New England. He didn't. And the coaches clearly knew that. That's why he was gone. Yeah, he I'm not going to make somebody play for that team somewhere, 100%. somewhere where they don't want to be. Now, if I'm a coach... I want oh, 11 right. Chad Johnsons on my feet, on my team because I know that they're going to give me everything they got all the time. You're absolutely right. But if I want to win, I'm going to have to deal with the, the Randy Mosses, okay? Because Randy Moss is a lot better player, a lot better producer 
than Chad Johnson ever thought about being. And that's just a fact of it, okay? Now, the reason why they are where they are, for, for whatever reason, that's fine. I can agree with that. But if I'm a coach or I, I, I'm, I'm trying to run a team, I want somebody that I can teach, somebody that don't think they know everything, and somebody that's willing to put in the work. Now, I don't think that Randy Moss isn't willing to put in the work, but what you're saying is that he didn't work all the time, and I agree with that. But he produced, and it's all about production and winning, and Randy Moss is a winner. Well, can you tell you? Glover question was to me, who would I take? Chad Johnson or Randy Moss? Who would you take? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Terry first. Okay, are, are, are you asking me? Uh, what well, I'm asking you what Glover asked me. Randy Moss or Chad Johnson, who would I take? After 10 years, right? After 10 no, years, no, we after 10 years. Who would you take, Terry? I'm taking, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Randy Moss. Oh, my God. You just told me, you said you agree with me. I do. I agree with you that he works harder and he never quits on a play. You, you, I agree with that. So I don't want that kind of player on my team. But if I want to win, okay, if I'm looking for winning and I'm looking for production, I cannot disregard Randy Moss. Because Chad Johnson's done absolutely nothing. That's what you wanted to hear, Glove, isn't it? No, no, no. Here, 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 let me add to that. You're, you're talking Chad Johnson and Randy Moss, which there's no comparison in my book. Who could stretch the field, Chad Johnson or Randy Moss? Who stretches the field better, Love? I want that person to stretch it. Out of 10 plays, every 10 plays that stretches Chad Johnson. Not two out of 10. That's who I want, Glove. Chad Johnson cannot stretch the field. If but you're not going to run and continue to work hard to get that playoff, you know, and Randy got to stand there just because he's mad. If you, look over, if you look over Chad Johnson's career, all his routes are underneath. They're not over the top. If you look at Randy Moss, he can go across the middle and go over the top, all around, all around receivers. I'm, I'm not trying to make the comparison – you the one that brought up Randy Moss quitting. I'm just saying, look, you know why he quits? Because he's not involved in the offense, and he feels like he should be involved. Now, if, if a guy quits for the right reason, I don't have a problem with it. But guess what? He quit, as people said, he quit. But then when he came back to the game a year later in New England, did he quit that year? Was, was his numbers not over the top when he was in New England? Why you, why you Johnson. Chad Johnson came in to take Randy Moss' spot in New England. What did Chad Johnson do as opposed to what Randy Moss did the year before? Randy Moss had more touchdowns than Chad Johnson had catches. Terry, why do you trade Randy Moss there? Because you, you trade Randy Moss because your underneath game is what you think is, is working just as well as paying somebody what they were paying Randy Moss to do. I, I think it was a it was an executive decision. I don't think it necessarily had anything to do with coach. I think it had to do with money. Um, I, I don't know why you get rid of him. I, I, I didn't hear that he was causing the problems. I didn't hear that him and, you know, Brady wasn't clicking. But I, I really don't know. I don't know, love. Well, we only got two minutes left. But I don't agree with you as well, but that's all right. Y'all y'all gang up on me today. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's well, all right, y'all, Gail. Hey, hey love, week, love, it wasn't, it wasn't a gang up. I just, I'm just showing the facts. And Kathy, it was a joke about the big red thing. It was a joke. Ha ha ha! From Wyoming back in the '90s. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but anyway, next week, love, uh, you will be on. And uh, Terry will be on. We got Emma Smith. We're going to ask him, hey, it was T.O. wrong for getting, you know, and then we're going to talk about a little T-Bow, too, with him. So uh, next Johnson, week, we'll see you guys. Uh, and Glove, call in as we get on the show. We need you for the whole one. Okay. <laughs> I know you're getting off work, but... Uh, don't go to sleep yet. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I won't. I won't. No more. No more uh, references to Wyoming either. They were all jokes. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Great show. All right, cool with CJ. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 